Okay, Chris, Monday is here. Another great week has passed. Nothing bad is going on in the world at all. Life is great. How are you, Chris? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm luckily immune to all awfulness. Um, so I'm just here um, getting mad about a Rakuten commercial I saw on TV this morning. Uh, but other than that, I'm, 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 the world's ills are not penetrating my brain trust. You're not privileged. You're immune. That's how, oh, damn, that's a good ad campaign uh, for, for this podcast. You're immuno privileged. Yeah. Yeah. So you said you saw a commercial for recruitment. Is that what you said? No, Rakuten, the the you know like the it's basically like the <laughs> Japanese a- Amazon. I'm actually not familiar with this at all. Well, I thought they had Amazon in Japan. I think they do, but Rakuten is where you can. I mean, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. But they did a commercial where a, a young woman sings a song that is to the beat of "What a Man." Uh, in Vogue's "What a Man." In Vogue's "What a Man," but as you can as you can probably tell, "What a Man." It has a similar cadence to uh, Rakuten. Rakuten, Rakuten, Rakuten. Yeah, exactly. So, what a wanna... mighty good uh, r- digital retail outpost. <laughs> I said, yeah, exactly. "What a mighty." Yeah, it's uh, it's available on my Twitter account, but I also luckily I, I found the Vimeo that credits. I, the, bro, the the I don't know if you've noticed this, but you know, obviously we've we've gotten to his own. She's starting. She's starting. Uh, shout out! <laughs> shout out to shout out to. to to the, our friends over at at, at the uh, at the the other podcasts, <laughs> shout out to our friends at the other podcasts. Well, I don't want to give you know too much other podcasts that to, might cover the Bravo Network's exports more than we do. We're 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 not necessarily on their team, but we're shout out to Lara and Carrie. Those are our fucking shooters. I'm just kidding. We're but, an ally. But, uh, wait, what were we talking about? I'm sorry. Oh, oh, what makes me mad? Yeah, credit. So the um. <laughs> I've gotten to the point now where people are, are, I mean, obviously you want to credit the people that are involved in your project, but I, I've recently seen people listing mm-hmm. off a hundred names, like, like tagging the PA on Instagram. Got it. And it yes, just seems, yes, yes. it just seems, a, it just seems a little like, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter what, what, no harm, no foul, but it just seems a little ridiculous to me. There's no harm, no, there's no harm, no foul, but. It it is clogging up my uh, comment section feed when I need to scroll down and see, you know, it, it's like when you do an indie film and you look at the credits and they're just thanking, you know, the local coffee shop where you guys got scones at when you were on location in Boise. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know if I need to hear all this. I'm more interested in the top five only. You know what I mean? Much like rappers. You know, I want my top five dead or alive production crew only. Right, right. Just the heavy hitters. I don't even like to see the art director on there because we all know art directors don't do shit. I mean, that's a fake. That's a fake job. Yeah. You know, we don't need to see like you know bathrooms cleaned by Richard. That's on the. But that's what I'm saying. That's where it's. That's where it's. Get, that's where it's getting. That that's literally where it's going. And I just don't. I don't know if that's necessary. But I guess. And that's, Richard is good, but it's like at a certain point you have to draw the line. Well, unfortunately for us, this world is now only about credit. People don't even care about money. They just they just want credit on social media. <laughs> it's 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 like a it's like it's it's the new I'll do it for trade. Well, who's who's to blame for that? Is that has that is that created because you know credit is the only thing available to receive because you know nobody pays you shit for anything uh i think it's and at least with credit there's you don't have to do a net 90 to receive it that, that comes pretty quickly yeah, yeah credit comes. because i know yeah. you used to have a gripe with people who complain about like 
payment cycles on in on Instagram stories of just like Well, it's just it's just there's this whole there's this whole thing now on on the internet where people think that transparency is just the 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 end all be all of human behavior. Publishing editors' emails and how to pitch stories and how much somebody pays me and this and that. It's just uncouth in my in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I also think that that is the job. Like that's what you work towards is is figuring out how to do these things. That's what takes all the time to learn. Yeah. I don't know why I would give that away for free just to what be an ally to young people. I, I don't I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really get that. Like that is the job. Like having a network of people knowing how to communicate properly. And then invoicing and waiting to get paid is literally that that's the job. I don't why would I give that away for free? It makes no sense. If you don't want to wait ninety days to receive your three hundred dollar check, <laughs> go go work a nine to five. Exactly. If you, if you really yeah. are part of the freelance lifestyle, you have to yeah, learn you better that be sometime, prepared. you know. And you might have to eat syrup sandwiches all all through the month of may because exactly because those invoices exactly. ain't coming in and that's what you signed the, up the, for the, unfortunately the condé nast payment portal is down um during <laughs> during july during july it's always so buggy in july if you if you need to eat then i you you got to go over to the vox network i guess you know what i'm saying check, Honey, oh you needed to eat food oh babe. <laughs> check check out those vox guys then they might have a little coin for you or you could at least you could at least get some free pita chips in the community kitchen yeah it's part of not signing up to the dark side of vox media or something like that exactly you, you get what you pay you get the freedom in exchange for the uh, lack of any money yeah we do a photo shoot you know who gets credited me <laughs> yeah yeah exactly who's the talent that's all i care about i don't care who pushed the fucking button we all know that's a scam too if you if you're the photographer and we're feeling generous that week. Maybe we will tag the photographer. That's about it. Yeah, it's when Jason's feeling good. When Jason's had a few, a few martinis, maybe a couple CBD gummies, then he might credit you if he's if, yeah. if he's posting while drunk. Then you might get credit. Depending on how many martinis I've had, will sort of dictate which. A uh, camera emoji I use before your Instagram mm, tag. Mm, Sometimes mm. it'll be, you know. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, because you're talking the, about your the life. cameras flashing. Yeah. You know, are we doing indoor, outdoor? Yes. Have we harnessed the powers of the magic hour where? At that point, the photographer can't really take too much credit because the big man upstairs is kind of doing most of the work. That's a good point. If you ask me, photography is all about lighting. I think feel like I'm taking crazy pills sometimes when I say that. This is a good idea, actually. I think we need to. I think we need to start crediting God <laughs> for magic hour photos. I think that you can you can tag your assistant and your digital tech and your lighting tech, but I think you should tag at God because when that light is setting over the horizon especially out here in california mm-hmm. that that can't be replicated with a few strobes you know that that's just not gonna happen no yeah if if jesus christ did a <laughs> if jesus christ did such a good job doing it you can't really take any i'm like you could have you could have the dispo app and you could take a good photo you know what i mean like that's a good point it doesn't matter i don't care how much um salvage denim you had to sell to get your medium format hasselblad None of that matters. You could just be taking it with a fucking Samsung Galaxy Cobra Snake style, and you're going to get a great photo. You're going to get a great photo, and I, I think that needs to be recognized. In the photography community, I know you a lot of guys listen here. If we see a photo, you know, if we see a photo taken uh, at Magic Hour, either we will have to report that to Instagram as as um, <laughs> as offensive content. If if we don't see that at God is tagged. 
then I have no other way but to kind of because credit is is I mean it's it's erasure of talent. Okay, well we I have we have a good idea for our Instagram account that we're going to create to to call out these people who are taking credit mm-hmm. for the sun for our our solar system sun. Mm-hmm. And it, it's going to be called the Shade Room 2.0. And if oh, <laughs> I like where you're going with this. Yeah, photography. Exactly. You know where where light is also comes shadows. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. And shadows create shade. And we are here to put those people on blast. Um, you know, diaprata style. We're moving these shady photographers into the light. Like you thought we were talking about <laughs> Terry Richardson and Bruce Weber and Mario Testino, <laughs> but we're not. We're talking about no. you. You little hobbyists, you little Instagram photographers taking pictures of these little models that are stealing credit from God, our Lord and Savior. And that's, that again, that, and I think, Jason, I don't know, you could check, but I don't think at God is taken on Instagram, actually. So we should probably, <laughs> we should probably go ahead. No, and, I know, I know Bieber's been trying to buy it for a while, but he has Bieber? not, none of the DMs have Bieber, been, and unfortunately, even, he's left on red. Bieber also offered trade. He said, I'll give you a hundred thousand worth of Drew House. And and I'll tag you on Instagram. He didn't even offer money to buy the God. That's the bartering. Uh-huh. That's the, the bartering system we're entering into here. When you get on the World Wide Web, it's scary. It's scary. If you ask me, that's a pretty generous offer. I mean, sooner than later, Jason, we're not going to be. I, I'm going to be. I'm going to have to pull up my my Instagram and show them the check at Bristol Farms to see if they'll let me just take the Fiji. <laughs> like I'm going to say, I have no. I'm sorry, I have no. I have no U.S. dollars. My crypto wallet is empty, but I would like to share this check with you to show that i am a person of importance mm-hmm. and i will not be posting this fiji water on grid of course it's crazy i will of course share my analytics as a blue check member but that's kind of where <laughs> yes. the buck is gonna stop i'll forward who's who's your manager i know you're more of a bagger so if you could just show me who your manager is here at, at bristol farms i can send <laughs> is over there someone who doesn't wrangle the shopping carts that i could speak with? <laughs> yeah is there anybody i could talk to it's a little higher up here but i think this is i think this is good i think again we're uncovering yet another unrepresented group of people yeah it's time we take back photography and back into the back into the open arms of people like terry richardson or something like that because he would show love <laughs> i would he, w- he would show his love and respect for god all the time back in the day you know when when before social media when you could shout out god you would have to throw your camera in the air as soon as you've taken your last frame <laughs> yes exactly, exactly. Towards, towards what what does that symbolize it's not just to be a dick it's because you know mm-hmm. the higher the higher the hasselblad the closer to god yeah if the context touches the ground the devil wins and i think that is what <laughs> is uh, that's something we all understand because that that on body flash could fall off yeah and then uh, you know we're, we're gonna have a lot of problems we're gonna have to be going to the Nippon photo clinic in midtown and and no one jason no one wants to do that no one not one not one all, no, no no a fate worse than worse than death and to all of our listeners who don't know anything about photography or what we're talking about I do apologize, and then to the listeners who know understand all of this, you're welcome. This is a free podcast. You're welcome. And just one quick aside before we finish, I think Terry, as a you know, since Terry's in recovery, I think he understands what a higher power is, <laughs> and that's maybe why. That's maybe why if you go back, if you go back to those to those old issues of of the face and index where Terry was shooting a lot, yeah. you do notice that God is is sandwiching the credits uh-huh. <laughs> between the stylist and and the the grooming team. So just you know, if you guys have if you guys have access to that stuff, go ahead and check it out. But um, mm. <laughs> you know, some something to think about on this. You know, on, when we podcast on the Lord's Day, it's hard not to think of the Lord Himself. <laughs> I, I serve at the pleasure of God. Yeah, and I'm 
I'm um I'm feeling extra close to higher power. I'm staring out, Jason, over this beautiful city of Los Angeles from the eighth floor of the of the uh, Four Seasons Beverly Hills. Ooh, he's on the eighth floor of the Four Seasons. How many floors does the Four Seasons Beverly Hills have? I would say twelve, maybe thirteen. I'm a little more. Luckily, as an American Express card member, I do receive some privileges, uh, and I think oh, one of nice. those is a room that's not on the ground floor and also not on the floor of the pool where there's a lot of heavy foot traffic. Yeah, you got a lot of got a lot of wet. Crunch, scrunched up towels in the hallway and stuff like that the problem yeah the problem with all hotels is that they allow children mm-hmm. you know places like las vegas and palm springs they they have these non-children hotels or, or areas for whatever reason but unfortunately when you go to a, a regular a regular major city there's kit you know yesterday we're at the pool i'm trying to finish you know the the, the new york magazine mm-hmm. and you know there's these three fucking kids running around screaming and yelling, dad 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 shut the fuck up man you know what I mean? This is this is too expensive for there to be children. I've noticed it a lot more during <clears throat> during COVID, during quarantine in the summer months. You kind of, you know, if you have a couple kids or you know, you have a dog and before oh. you would take a you would take a vacation to get away from these things. That's sort of the whole point of holiday. You go, you drop the kids off at your parents' house. Yes you know, whatever it is, and then you go down and you, you get your little time away, and now everyone is like, well, we need to bring Bryce along, and we need to bring Miso and Mochi as well, <laughs> and, you know, I don't care if the, the, the dog shit cleanup fee is 500 a night. Yeah, I have to it's get It's worth it. Some people are able to read Blink with the, with the clamoring of children running around, but I'm not one of those people. No, when, when Gladwell's preaching, I need silence, you know, and, and that is something that is something that I can't, I can't say enough. But yeah, there's two, I mean, the, the, it's the disease in Los Angeles. I know we're seeing a spike in Delta. What's the real problem? Dogs and children. I mean, no, nothing ruins a good time more. I noticed that a lot in Vegas specifically, which was more alarming. Like we would go to, we would go like a little staycation, whatever, Santa Barbara, San Diego. You know, go to a nice hotel, and there would be there would be some dogs, but it would be a chill vibe. Or and, you know, then there might be some kids, but there's a special kid pool area, and then there's an adult area. The adult area is obviously just kind of old people, and that's fine. I'm happy with that. But in Vegas, it doesn't really scream like, "Hey, bring your dog and bring your kid to Vegas." Like, yeah, it's 110 degrees. Little little Bryce is gonna fucking fry out there like an egg you cracked on the asphalt. <laughs> you know, if your kid's got to wear a shirt in the pool, then they got to stay home. Yeah, what, what, if the sun is too bright for your child to be exposed to it, and you have to put a shirt on your child to swim and like a Tilly hat, they got to stay home. And also, we uh, when I was at the pool in in Vegas a few weeks ago, you know, there's just straight up a guy alone walking around the pool with a full you know 150 pound german shepherd oh on a harness just walking around like you're not like no one's no one's laying by the pool no one's drinking no one's dancing no one's gambling you know all this like literally those those are the only reasons to go to las vegas and i'm like what like what is what are you gonna do with this german shepherd at a las vegas pool like or do you think that women are gonna approach you and ask you questions about it and then you're gonna end up fucking them in a hotel what's going on <laughs> no you're gonna ask the waitress for a bowl for water for your fucking dog <laughs> when she's trying to serve up the fucking pina coladas to people who are actually paying customers that that's the problem the dog can't tip Right. Let me tell you something. The dog, dogs and mm-hmm. kids don't tip. Therefore, w- the servers do not care. Those chicken fingers, they drop them on the floor and they pick them up. They don't care. 
<laughs> they don't care. They definitely don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just- We're, I'm, I'm, I'm here to move bottles of 1942, not small ceramic containers full of uh, hose water. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a hose, <laughs> hose, H-O-S-E, just to be clear. Vegas, of course, it's, it's confusing. Of course. <laughs> Vegas, it can be, the spelling, the spelling can get kind of confusing. It's a desert. A lot of people don't remember that. Yeah. Day Party Jason, though, I know you, the, the music selection here uh, yesterday was also very interesting. It was a, it was a, High energy. I heard at least four Dua Lipa songs. Um, okay. I did not hear, but I did notice, and this I haven't checked with uh, the corporate office, but no DaBaby. Glaringly absent from the Four Seasons poolside playlist was uh, pop rapper DaBaby. So I think he's, as well as being removed from the festival circuit, I think he's also been removed from the... Um, Even Dua Lipa levitating remix? What happens? Do they replace? Do they replace him with Twenty One Savage, or do they just? <laughs> do they just? Does the remix itself get taken? Yeah, away? we put somebody who's not problematic in there instead of the baby. Twenty One Savage. We like murderers. He doesn't talk about HIV. He just kills people. It's it's mm. a different. It's kind of a. It's kind of an old school approach. And and we here at the uh, at the festival circuit, we we appreciate that. Well, I mean, Dua Lipa is exactly what I want to hear when I'm poolside. Uh, you know, I don't. Hills. I. I unfortunately well, I mean, want to hear They're not going to play Crosby, Stills, and Nash for you. You just have to get over that, Chris. I don't. You got to go stay in fucking J Tree, you know, in some type of uh, air airstream type of hotel thing if you want to hear some some Chris music. I don't sleep in trailers unless it's backstage at Coachella. Okay, that, <laughs> let me make that very clear. I don't want to hear any music next to the pool. Like that's the whole thing. I like. I, I don't. I, mm. I think that it should be, or it should at least be like turned down. It doesn't need to be like at a high volume. If you're going to play like obnoxious, you know, pop music, I think it should be at at, at a at a volume that is okay. almost not noticeable. Do you disagree? You just want a, just a little ambient noise, so it's not uncomfortable silence where you're left alone with your thoughts. But you don't need to be ham, hammer blasted at eleven fifteen by uh, Dip, Diplo's essential mix, Major Lazer. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need to look over and think I see the ghost of TJ on the decks. No, but I mean, if if TJ was DJing that party, I would play a tasteful blend of lo-fi beats <laughs> to. I I looked over. I was in my. I was sweating. You know, I'm, I'm reading. I'm kind of falling in and out of sleep because of the heat. And I look over and I see the. I'm like, is that? Oh my god! I thought I saw the ghost of TJ. You had a, like a, a a white zinc <laughs> nose. You're wearing your district vision glasses. You're shirtless, doing one of your silly little dances. So this was you. You saw what was what a lot of people call it a mirage in the desert community. Yeah, I saw. And you I, had to kind of uh, yeah. You had to squint your eyes and rub them because you didn't believe what you saw. I actually stood up and jumped to the pool. Who is playing this? Who's playing this Tame Impala edit? Yeah, I had to jump in the pool to shake off, like to shock myself back into reality and then ask if the avocado toast was gluten-free. You ordered a side of smell and salts with your virgin mojito because (laughs) I I need to come back to planet Earth. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. Look, I promise I'm not on drugs, but I swear that I'm seeing my podcast co-host shirtless DJing a Tame Impala edit. (laughs) That's not him, right? You guys don't see that, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, Mr. Black. So are you enjoying your time at the Beverly Hills Hotel? What room are you in? No, Beverly Hills. Four Seasons, Beverly Hills. Oh, sorry. Four Seasons. Four Seasons. What room are you in? Uh, we Obviously, we can't support the the, the Beverly Hills Hotel. It is, um, it, it is of course, um, owned by the Sultan of Brunei, who, who's very problematic. But, you know, what, what hotelier isn't? What hotelier isn't problematic? That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Andre Balaz. I lo- Thanks for listening. Balaz, you've got Balaz. You've got Balaz on your hands. 
we we discovered that we were in in very close proximity to the uh night market weho location let's go oh my god it's so nice to not be in silver lake it's crazy like it's just a normal it's like a normal restaurant with good food and good service and great great wine too you wouldn't know that but yeah no but it's just you know what i mean though it's like not a shit show of people still wearing skinny jeans it, it's like a normal it, it, it's like a normal restaurant but it's across it's right it's right across from the addition mm-hmm. um which we've talked about in this podcast a lot shout out to ian schrager shout out to schrager and balaz two of our kings the the, the crowd there is different it's kind of like a a little bit of like a southern tourist vibes southern tourist vibe yeah this hot guy strolled in wearing like a su- a southern restaurant merch tee with some you know skinnies and some boots mm. and like a uh and had like a hot girlfriend with an accent and i was like damn i feel at home are we in charleston right now <laughs> when i'm at the airport i see a lot of guys who have that kind of vibe it, but it's like the orange county version where they're wearing a t-shirt by the the brand Salt Crew. Have you seen Salt Crew before, Chris? Yes, Jason. Luckily, luckily for both of us, Salt Crew crosses over to the southern southern fellows as well. Because I, it I think it's a lake it's a lake life brand, correct? I, I think it's more. I think it's more oceanic because salt salt water. You know, there's it's more of a. I know, I know, I know. But for some, yeah, but, no, but it has right, it right. has lake energy for sure. But I see a lot of it, and it's sort of like you know how they'll say that like the Proud Boys are not alt-right they're alt-light where it's kind of like we're 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 dabbling in the you know in this racism and fascism it's not it's not balls deep into it i think the salt crew is a little bit of like if you're too much of a pussy to wear the the blue lives matter batman long sleeve then you wear a salt you know crew you know i'm more of has, a, you know <laughs> i'm more of a punisher skull guy myself i don't yeah, yeah, yeah. batman's for children pick your poison but in every <laughs> salt crew shirt will have you know, like someone's friend named Tyler drew like, you know, some type of Pinterest Etsy looking drawing of like a barracuda on a hook. And it'll have like a weird saying like the sea is for me or like hook em yeah, the bottom or something like that. And it has a little like and all the people that wear it have like a certain energy to it which is very much just like I don't like immigrants type beat. Salt Crew Salt Crew seems like the kind of guys who want a boat but can't afford a boat. That's what Salt Crew Exactly. So, so they spent all their money on their truck so they have to buy the Salt Crew decal and unfortunately they're not hauling a speedboat to have a sue this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they might have a friend with one or they might have to rent one, which is disgusting. <laughs> who rents a boat? Yeah, they definitely have a unless you're in Amalfi, of course. I mean, I'm not going to bring it all the way over there. The the fucking Can you imagine can you imagine that. being can you imagine being in, in the Amalfi coast <laughs> and getting on one of those like beautiful brown wood polished speedboats and the captain's wearing a Salt Crew t-shirt? <laughs> Buongiorno. <laughs> yeah, on the on the twenty uh, five foot Chris Craft that costs nine hundred thousand dollars, you got the Salt Crew shirt on. They're like, we have a, a guacamole and a cheap for you. Reach in, reach into the Yeti and grab an Aperol spritz. They're they're canned. <laughs> that, that's that's a cool idea. Or like a or, or maybe like the the gondola the gondola driver. <laughs> In the yes, full yes, outfit, yes. In but the, just, the, but the just Venetian, the, so. the Venetian black and white striped gondola with the red beret on, and he's got he's got a pair of the flip flops that have a, a bottle <laughs> opener on the bottom of the heel, <laughs> and they have like this is my tattoo. I have a whole uh, sleeve of a octopus 
And the octopus is is a fighting. The octopus is in a battle with a blue whale. <laughs> I think that I think that we I think we could be the architects of kind of like a southern Italian water brand crossover is what we're uncovering here. Like we could maybe like almost a theme park kind of thing. We're the best of both worlds. When you say water brand, you mean like a drinkable water thing or like oh, a no, sea? No. I like mean a, a water sea base. You're not talking about like a liquid death. No, I'm not talking about a liquid death. I'm talking about like a like a you know, it, it, it's it's like you can order a seafood pasta, yeah. And the waiter has an the waiter has an Italian accent. He's kind of hot, and he's wearing like D squared. But <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. like a there's like a but there's a baseball game on the TV in the restaurant. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and, and you can okay. get you can get a Budweiser or a Negroni, and it's you know, it, and like instead of peanuts on the table, maybe there's like a selection of of potato chips and macadamia <laughs> nuts, the way they would do it at an Italian aperitivo. So you you can get a a, a tasteful eight dollar bowl of Cool Ranch Marcona almonds is kind of the yes. vibe that you're talking about. We could develop we could develop an entire Southern Italian. I don't mean the end of the boot. I mean like Southern America italian combo yeah <laughs> where the flavors collide but then i think the opportunity to monetize on the merch side is pretty big because i think there's a lot of great slogans from both sides and also i from my understanding italians and and uh southern people share the same style of racism yes so i think that maybe that maybe i didn't even think about that until now it hit me like a ton of uh ton of bricks the i mean the, the i guess the difference is the over there they're into football which is what they call soccer over there Whereas they're, they're going to have to figure out a way to bridge the gap between watching, mm. you know, FC Barcelona versus, you know, whatever, the Sicily quarterfinal instead of like the Ole Miss women's softball game on ESPN Ocho. That's kind of what this crowd's going to want to watch. Luckily, I think that the passion for sport, whether it be SEC football or Champions League, mm -hmm. is the, the, the energy is there, right? They, okay, they now you're really... Uh, the, and this is what Ted Lasso is all about, when you think about it, Chris. Fuck Ted Lasso. You just, you just, Ted, you just Ted Lasso. It's so hard right now. Well, I've never seen Ted Lasso, nor will never see it, just like Dave. I know, I know. But it's, I just think it's fun how you stumbled upon... The lasso philosophy. Philosophy. Apple TV Plus owes me so many fucking checks for stolen ideas. It's just another one. It's just another <laughs> one. And and Sudeikis knows. Sudeikis knows what he did. And I know what he did. He did too. And we, we you know, I'm not going to bring that up. I'm not going to dig up those old bones. Well, I mean, unfortunately for Sudeikis, honestly, those old Branzino bones. I'm I'm very happy for Sudeikis that he's got a fucking giant hit TV show. Because if my ex was fucking Harry Styles, I would be absolutely <laughs> looking to jump off this balcony at the Four Seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no there. There's nothing worse that could happen to you than your ex taking up with Harry Styles. Nothing worse. Diamonds are made with pressure chris and he needed he needed wild to bounce for him to make jason i don't you know something gold like lasso i don't know if you i don't know if you're new to hollywood jason but i bet ted lasso is in development for five years oh a hundred percent you know so i think that it, the timing of its release and subsequent um success because of america's stupidity mm -hmm. um is a beautiful thing for sudeikis and i'm happy to see him thriving because actually i have no beef with sudeikis sure sure you don't chris and also i mean there there are some plus sides because like i, I know you're never going to watch it but you know in terms of things that will please chris you know he's probably you know into a lot of similar music as you so He's putting a lot of uh, a lot of scratch in the pockets of so a lot of Chris bands, you know what I mean? Like I'm sure Wilco 
is getting a little $75,000 check because because of him. I don't believe that. I think I think Sudeikis is more of like a Maroon 5. No, no, he he has good taste in music, I've heard. I've never heard that. Well, the, Sudeikis know, he's, he's probably he's probably like got a, a Yola Tango B-side. That'd be cool. On episode, I mean, you know, season 2, episode 4. He does he does look like a guy who went to college, so maybe he discovered some college rock somewhere in his, in his life. And they'll throw they'll throw in some British greats and as well. I'm not going to talk about Ted Lasso anymore, but they'll they're probably have a little bit of manic street preachers in there or something. Ted Lasso does not have the manic street preachers in a scene. There's no the whole the whole entire show is about Britain and and no I know but British culture they play a lot of music like that in there. But manic street preachers is even a deep dive even for me even for me even for Sudeikis. Not, not me. I'm I'm a, I'm really about this shit. Okay. Unfortunately, they do suck. So I mean, I you know it's it's no big deal. But you know that's that's fine. That's that's not my problem, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we got to work on this. We got to get this concept off the ground. I think that this is something we could really monetize. And I feel like if we could get a boat sponsor, that really pushes over the edge. We'll get Bass Pro on the horn. See what they could wrangle up. You are well. You already have a truck. You are you, you already have a truck. Although it's like a bitch size, I think we could still haul something with it. It's not a bitch size. It's nice. You know, it's mid size. Come on, bro. It's a bit. It's a bitch size, bro. I, I'm happy for you because it's a city truck. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not trying to. What's that thing they did to you in Orange County where they where they blow smoke at you? What's that called? Rolling rolling coal. I think it might be. Yeah, yeah. I, that. I need you to get a truck that can do that before I'm driving it. I think the only, yeah, it's called Roland Coal. is the practice of modifying a diesel engine to increase the amount of fuel entering the engine to emit large amounts of black sooty exhaust fumes. Yeah, we need a three, we need an F-350 dually, mm-hmm. preferably black with, obviously with a Blue Lives Matter sticker in the left bottom corner of the back windshield. Yeah, I'm, I just actually looked up some Ted Lasso music. There's a lot, I mean, we got, we got Lizzo on here. We got the Jam. Fuck Lizzo. We got Elastica, okay. Kylie Minogue. We got Mumford and Sons. We got Vamp- Vampy Weeks. We got Bowie, British Sea Power. We got a lot of Chris hits in here. British. None of these are Chris hits, bro. <laughs> none of these are Chris hits. You love Lizzo because you want to beat Lizzo beating. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when you, when you say Lizzo beating, you mean something different. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I will gladly get punished. <laughs> uh, and then, br- I mean, British Sea Power is one of those bands that like could have made it into the CD wallet, but it was because it was on sale. Yeah, nobody's really fucking with British Sea Power. That's an interesting choice, though. But- it is. But yeah, this is this is uh even though I did a decent amount of drinking this weekend, I'm not feeling hungover at all, and I'm a little, uh, you know, I feel like I've let you down as a as a podcast host, Chris. I'm sorry. You have let me down, but that's kind of what you do. Um, I'm kind of used to that, um, <laughs> and you know, I've I've learned to I've learned to euro step through it, and um, I'm I'm surviving. It's it's not a big deal for me. I mean, I you didn't you didn't get twisted on a Saturday night in Glendale. No, we went and got some Peking duck in San Gabriel Valley, which was bomb. And I had I had a Budweiser on draft and a couple nice. You know, maybe a glass and a half of some natural wine. Shoutouts to a listener, friend of the show, King State. They sent he sent over a bottle. Oh, is it a bring your own situation? There's a there's a there's a fifteen dollar corkage fee. The wine selection at this place, believe it or not, was not super great. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, they they allowed me to cook. But let me tell you, picking duck and a nice. And a nice chilled red. That's a special treat. That sounds that sounds good. You ever had a Peking duck over at Mr. Chowcrest? That sounds good to me. And I've need, I've ha- never had either of those things in my entire life. So uh, there's you nothing know, nothing know. like eating copious amounts of of rich collagen dense 
game meat fat to kind of get the sexual juices flowing. I know there the was only like thing a- I want <laughs> collagen rich or my cheeks, baby. So you you keep maybe that yeah, will well, help. I mean, you. some of it went to some of it went to my nether regions and some of it went to my cheeks but yeah there was like a i think it was like an old snl like will ferrell skit where he was there was like the two guys in like the hotel jacuzzi and then will ferrell and his like partner would talk would be like super extra horny they're like the like the horny guys in the hotel jacuzzi that were like yes you know crossing the line and he would always talk about eating like exotic game meats like like the fat of like a pheasant or elk, like like searing through his veins, turning him into a sexual beast. And you know, I felt I felt a little bit of that last night. I thought it was just something for the bit that Will Ferrell introduced, but I think it's a real thing. And I think Joe Rogan, you know, and his oh. style of gorilla fucking, you know, I think that comes into play as well. Damn, can you imagine being? Did you ever Joe do Rog- some Joe Rogan style gorilla fucking? <laughs> can you imagine being Joe Rogan's wife and having to look up and see that? That's fucking crazy, bro. That motherfucker looks like a sweaty meatball. The fanny pack is filled with ostrich jerky in case he needs to fuel up when he's because you know Big Joe Mid-hit. goes rounds. Big Joe, Big Joe goes rounds like Chris, like Chris Breezy, like Ursher. He's not one take, Jay. Big Joe's tearing up his wife for three hours, and he's got to take ostrich jerky breaks. <laughs> yeah, but he's butt got- naked, butt naked with the fanny on, he, and it, it was. He's and he has He's a very some- he has like a he, he has a heritage Arcteryx <laughs> fanny pack on as well. I'm like heads don't got these, bro. He's got a so so next to the bed instead of a, a, a classic glass of water, he's just got a a ladder pre workout mm-hmm. that he sips from mm-hmm. intermittently. And when he really is feeling really feeling worn down, he he rips into the jerky. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage style. As, it doesn't matter how you get the ball over the line, as long as you know we'll count it as a W. That's what I said. Do they sell ostrich jerky on onit.com? I don't think so. I th- I like to. You might have to hit the Larchmont Farmers Market for something that art- artisan. What does his wife look like? I've never even thought about this. I have no idea. I'm sure it could be looked up, but I don't think anyone even bothered to care. Well, guess what, Jason? I mean, because I'm kind of curious about it, but I don't think anyone has really ever looked. Should we take a look? I got time today. Her name is. Jessica Dit Ditzel Ditzel. Damn, her name is literally has dits in it. That's what you got to be to marry Joe Rogan. That's crazy. Former cocktail waitress, classic Former cocktail waitress. What does Joe Rogan's wife do? Okay, she's more than just Joe Rogan's wife. She's a TV producer and a model. Was she mo- was she modeling fillers? I'm I'm checking her out for Ro- She is, she's got about four inches on Joe Rogan in the height department. She's not so bad, com- you know. No, she's not. She's not absolutely not. She kind of looks like She looks like Ra- she re- looks like Rachel Yucatel. She's got a little Caitlyn Jenner in her as well. I think everybody's starting to look alike. She's kind of like if Caitlyn Jenner and Jessica Biel. Yeah, not bad, Joe. Way to go. And all, you know, all of us gorilla podcasters need a, a a woman like this to bring us back down to planet Earth. Even you, Chris. Rogan comes up too much. Like, I hear about Rogan every fucking day. I know. And we're part of the problem, but... No, no, we're absolutely part of the problem, but I feel like it's it's truly on the tip of America's tongue, and there's nothing that can be done, because he knows how to fan the flames. Every every week on his four-hour podcast, he says something that just cannot be ignored. You know, it's kind of like when, when Trump was in office, How if you're a political journalist or reporter, how do you not talk about yeah, how do you avoid this it? person yeah. that is just the biggest... Yeah. If you're the hot pod newsletter, how do you not talk about Rogan? Shout out to the hot pod newsletter. And also, you know, just as a, obviously, can disagree with almost everything that he has to say, but, you know, in terms of a podcasting business model, it's something to pay attention to if you're trying to, you know, 
create a lucrative career in this business Mm -hmm. learn from his mistakes etc my goal in this business jason is to be so rich that we have to move to a shitty state to avoid taxes is it going to be vegas where are you going to go florida i'm going to miami yeah i'm more of a florida cat i'm not i I, you know i vegas is just i don't get it you know what i mean i I just don't get living there seems so insane to me Mm -hmm. whereas living in florida and maybe it's because i'm from georgia Living in Florida seems less crazy. Yeah, you're you're no stranger to the Florida Georgia line and how that all intersects. Well, speaking of Joe Rogan, did you see what what my um, proud boys have done this weekend? Yeah, I saw the video that was getting passed around, and it looked just like a old fashioned street fight in downtown LA. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't tell who was who and what was what. Like I don't like I don't know if like pro mask. People are going to fight. And I, I, who was fighting? Obviously, the Proud Boys, anti-mask, etc. But like, who are they fighting? Antifa. It was the anti-fascist versus the fascist. Classic showdown. <laughs> this sounds like CBGBs to me. So why is it happening in downtown LA? Somebody, I think maybe Proud Boys were protesting the fact that California was was talking about instating some type of vaccination mandate, and they were fighting against that by like trying to punch ktla reporters or and like stab people with box cutters i think that's like the orange county syndrome i know a lot of people yeah, growing up in orange in county who were like my parents are uh, immigrants who came here illegally and i don't believe in immigration and i want to stab mexicans even though i'm mexican no that's dark as hell i mean this whole thing is pretty dark and un- unbelievable i i mean it's just like i don't i, I mean because now because what i've actually been interested in this week is that is that uh, Charlemagne the God, a leader in the, in the black community, is not vaccinated and is refusing to get vaccinated mm-hmm. <laughs> and claiming he's not he's not anti-vax. He just wants to wait until it's FDA approved and to see what it does to other people. Sure, he's constantly rewarded for using his platform for good to talk about what like mental health or whatever other dumb shit he thinks he's an expert in. Mm-hmm. But he's literally telling millions of people that are dumb. Basically, it, like he doesn't have to say I'm anti-vax mm-hmm. for them to read that as don't get vaccinated. To me, it's implied, like I, I, I whether it's intended or not intended. And I, I think our not to bring up Rogan again, but he had a lot of the same same speech early on of saying like you know I don't need to get vaccinated because I'm I'm healthy. And I think you know that's a that's a common Chris Black trope as yeah. well. No, no. Well, <laughs> I kidding. wish Just it was, kidding. but I, I mean I I don't. I just don't I don't, I don't know I don't know if Charlemagne is that as as healthy though. Uh I don't think he is. But, but I mean it's it's fair to say it's fair to say like I I you know it's weird I don't trust it. I would like to wait and to see what happens because I'm afraid of something bad happening to me, you know, that's fair. It's to- no it's totally it's totally fair, but I just don't think that you can I don't I I don't think that it's like wrong to say. I just think that mm-hmm. th- this guy is so celebrated for being a leader. Yeah. And I'm surprised there's not more pressure on him to uh either right, explain right, right. himself a little better or 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 like get negative backlash like everyone else. Like if anybody else says that they get fucking killed. He has a he has a big enough platform that people should be taking note of the power that he can have with his words compared to I just don't know else. why he like I mean I get killed for making a joke about it. He's literally saying this for real on a podcast that has millions and millions of listeners. Like Rogan gets killed for it. Rogan get, gets killed for it. I don't understand why he's not getting killed for it. Uh, especially when the black community is has been fucked by the you know what I mean like like overwhelmingly mm-hmm. fucked by this country with with medical, you know, care over the years. 
they're they're already they're already resistant to it because of the past you know injustices. Yeah. So it's it's extra crazy. They have a lot a lot, lot more reason to be uh, to, to not be do weary it, to not dubious of yeah, the intentions 100%. of you know what's going into your arm with a needle. Of course, and that's something that's probably in the back of everyone's head. But you know, at a certain point, what are you really going to do about it? You're gonna you know the most you can do about it is become you know weaponized and hit take it to the streets. And you know, you and your seventeen friends will try to fight some reporters, and you know that's about it. Unless you really, you know, pull out your AR-15s and start taking back the country and you know blowing up hospitals or whatever, like nothing, nothing's really going to move the needle. I'm not saying that people should do that. Well, it sounds like you are, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, his his reasoning is also like I don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. I, I don't go. Any, I don't go anywhere. I take my Escalade to the radio studio, record my show, and go. It's like, yeah, I mean, sure. Like, I get all that, but it's just, it seems, it just seems, it just seems crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm skeptical of everything, but if it's for the greater good of humanity, I can probably take, take, the, take the risk. If I, if I don't have to ever enter a password again, I would love that. So if, if, if there's a, if, the, if, if, if that's, a, if that's, cause I forget a lot, Jason. So if the microchip can, hates a password. Yeah. If, if a microchip can help with that, then I think that's something that we should look into. And hopefully mine is already, is already, I didn't listeners at home. Let's do a new game. Maybe this is a game that we can play on our live shows is guess Chris's password live in the crowd. <laughs> First person to guess Chris's chase login wins a free t-shirt. <laughs> And but you have to promise that you don't move any money around, all right? Yeah, you actually hear no Zell. The T-shirt is not free. You get to pay for it with money from my account that you hacked. That that's <laughs> the deal. But that's it. Thirty-five only. Actually, maybe forty. Maybe forty. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you got to cover shipping. Yeah. Speaking of tour, we we sold out Bowery Ballroom in New York, which is pretty cool. A lot of your little bands can't do that. Yeah, a lot of your little bands, their little backpack rappers, you guys like they can't do that. Me as a DJ could also not ever <laughs> seem to do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but it is very exciting bowery ballroom is sold out you know rebounder is playing with us we will be adding some guests as we see fit you know if, if you if you can't go to new york like i said to someone on twitter you better check the acela prices because boston and philly will sell out and they are in the local area and and what says what what says fun mm-hmm. more then hopping on a train with a few of your friends and a, and a couple IPAs and bags and heading over to beautiful <laughs> Philadelphia to catch How Long Gone Live with Rebounder and John Carmonica. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even know where we're playing in Philadelphia, but I know it smells bad and there's a lot of bike locks outside. I'm sure you're getting a lot of DMs of like people in Philly telling you to watch your back and stuff like that. Is that is that kind of happening for you? Because I'm even I'm getting that like you know, your your boy Chris. You know, he, he, it's not sweet for him in Illadelph. I already checked in with my boy, Rockefeller legend, Benny Siegel, and he's got my back. If you're good money with beans, you can go anywhere. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with beans over there. And I'll say, I'll say, fuck Questlove on stage. We'll see what happens when you throw a hoagie at me. What are you going to do? Throw a hoagie? <laughs> he's going to do a, an ill tempered jazz fill in your, <laughs> yeah, your, your boy, general direction, Chris. Yeah, your boy Black Thought's too busy playing patty cake with Jimmy Fallon <laughs> to pull up on me. Yeah, you yeah, you got to film uh, a Takashi 69 style video <laughs> where he goes to O Block. You in Philly <laughs> and you go call out Questlove. You you're right on the corner. You have you have a bottle of of E&J with a bandana wrapped around it. You're sitting you're you're sitting on on top of a mailbox on 
on on MLK and 124th Street in Philly. I don't know if those are real streets. And you're calling everybody out. You're like, yo, I'm I'm good on your block. Come see me. Come see me. Come see me, loser. Bring your. We'll, little- we'll go straight to World Star. Yeah, put on your little Lego bow tie and come see me, dog. We'll see. It ain't sweet. It ain't. It ain't sweet for you in oh, The Lego bow tie. If I'm here, it ain't sweet for you, Questlove. Let's see what you can do. My man Jason will smoke you in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'll smoke you on the kit, your little three-piece. Like, I don't need your little jazz kit. I will blend this Justice, Ed Banger, <laughs> Mastercraft remix way better than you'll be able to on your little <laughs> Serato where you have to sit down to use it. I'll I'll blast you on the CDJs. Chris will blast you on the uh, on the three piece jazz kit. I will make a better set of honey butter biscuits in the kitchen than you. That's right. I'll get Allison Roman over there. It's it's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, that's that's what I want. I want TJ and Allison Roman versus Questlove and a guest of his choosing. That's what I want on stage in Philadelphia. I got Roman. Who's he, who is he going to bring out? Who like who does? Who does Questlove? Who's his? Who ideal does he bang with? Partner? I think he he's he's pretty connected in the food world. We'll probably get Martha out there or something like that. Yeah, but no, nah, no, nah, Martha bangs with Snoop, and I think they're rival gangs. So I don't think that could happen. So uh, I think I think maybe it could be maybe it could be Bobby Flay. You know what I'm saying, or someone like that. <laughs> you, you think you think Tom Cal- you think Tom Calicchio is coming through? No, yeah, it's Roman versus Padma. Me, <laughs> me versus Quest. And uh, we're just going to do a simple fried egg. You know, that's the first Let's test. Let's see. Let's see who's really got it. Let's see who's really got the fucking the wrist action. We're going to go bar to bar, bar for bar on on the nonstick 12-inch. <laughs> yeah, it's a different kind of 12-inch, Quest. It's a different kind of 12-inch. Because I see, you know, Quest, Quest, I see your ass is eating a lot. I can tell that, but I don't know if you're cooking a lot. You know what I'm saying, Jason? That's right. He needs, he needs the Quest nutrition bar more so. <laughs> Yeah, we can, let me stop at a Seven Eleven, get you some quests if you know what I mean. I'm I'm gonna be filled up with piss and vinegar and luscious duck fat coursing through my veins. It not only makes me a beast in the bedroom, but also in the ring. Yeah, I think this is I think this is what it is. I think Philadelphia, it's it's Padma versus Roman is the warm up, and then the 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 title fight is TJ versus Questlove. All all you get is a hot plate and two eggs. I don't look. I don't like the racial optics of this lineup. Sure. Yeah, so like you said, if you're in New York, you know, you were mentioning taking taking the train, you know, you can get the little Amtrak business class with the uh, with the Sam Adams <laughs> special edition. That's one way to do it, but if you're a real Philly head, you know, we need to take the me- the the Chinatown mega bus. Yep, nope, not for do me. A real, re- do a real big dog style. If not, you're if not, you're not really happening. if you're a real Philly head, that's the way it goes down. And and my real Philly heads know that. I'm not a real Philly head. I won't be doing that. I think I'm more of a um I would rather walk. Chris, you never take the mega bus to Philly? I think the real Philly heads would actually get on their get on their fixie and throw on their messenger bag from Chrome and ride over. That's what I think the real heads would do. Hashtag no brakes, but I don't know. I mean, I <laughs> the legal implications of riding on the freeway, it's kind of tough. That, that's a good point. But I mean, you could be coasting in and off cars, you know, because traffic's a little stop and go. <laughs> you know, wouldn't I do not, have, I do have to drop off a few blueprints on the way just to make a little side scratch, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got some, I got some legal papers I got to take. You know, that office down. Yeah, you know which one. I got to, I got to stop there. Yeah, I could actually get around downtown faster on two wheels than a car. I know it's kind of that is crazy. Hard to understand that, but it's true. So yeah, if you are in, in if you are near New York and you did not um, act with the quickness to buy those tickets, visit those neighboring cities. There's some more tickets available. Uh, otherwise, you know, maybe next time, maybe next time when we're hitting MSG waves and, uh, (laughs) waves and, and, and Phoenix style, 
then you can come through. Who knows? By, by the way, I just wanted you know the waves episode. Yeah. Also, after we finished the pod, he sent me a picture of his pallet bedroom in his parents' uh, laundry room. That's not he was not for our listeners who did not listen to the episode with waves uh, earlier this week. He mentioned uh, during quarantine he moved back home with his parents in San Diego, took shelter in his parents' laundry room. And and we thought that he we 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 believed him, but we thought he may have been exaggerating a yeah. little bit. Yeah, exactly. But he 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 sent us a photo of literally a twin mattress with a MacBook Pro sitting on it in front of a washer and dryer in a in a small room, and that he really is living this shit. And I appreciate that. And I, I know that that he is a listener of the show now, so. No shots. We think it is amazing, and thank you for showing that photo with us. But I do have a follow up question. Yeah, what is? How does this work with the when you're trying to get your dick wet? You know, how does this work when you're trying to pursue somebody romantically? After years and years of independent touring, we know Waves has got the Holiday Inn miles where he can check in to the local <laughs> San Diego branch, but you know, get it in and head back home and, and in time for dinner with mom and dad. No question. <laughs> God. No question. Okay, no that's question. that. Okay, problem problem solved. That's that's how it goes down. Or you know, but I guess when you when you kind of explain that situation to a partner and they and they are on board because that could be a turnoff for some people of like you know yeah for people who little, don't have the crypto vision losers yeah you might have to show them the MetaMask wallet in order for the <laughs> in order for things to progress sexually because if you just tell somebody. Even just saying, I sleep on a twin mattress on the floor, pussy and bussy are going to dry up. No, hot guys, if you have a skateboard and you say that, you're beating. If you're a regular guy and you say that, but but luckily Waves does have a guitar, which is second to the skateboard. He, you have to probably maybe like FaceTime the business manager and you know do some screenshots of you know what the mm-hmm. what the Roth IRA is hitting for mm-hmm. or well you, know, you can see, show yeah you can see yeah, how much Tesla holdings. we've got. Or you know, see how our yeah. I have this crypto punk that was uh, that's sitting at three eighty right now. I could sell that right <laughs> now and change your I could change your life. I'll sell my crypto punk and change your fucking life, writer rip style. We're overthinking this right now because the reality is that even though Waves is obviously um, cash poor but very rich in other areas, uh, mm-hmm. he's he he can play Wonderwall on an acoustic. Say no more. If you can serenade with the acoustic, you don't even need to show the crypto wallet. That's true. You you nail Wonderwall on the uh, hot pink jazz master. Well, he's only able to fit a he's only able to sp- fit a small fender tube in the in the laundry room. So it's kind of like a it, it's it's a small fender tube. It, there's no room for the stack. There's no room for the marshal. He could be missing teeth and still oh, yeah. land a, a 7 or an 8. I wonder I wonder what I wonder what song waves does it because it can't be one of your own that's cheating unless you're john mayer god could you does john mayer yeah has there ever been a situation where bro a a portuguese victoria's (laughs) secret angel has been like all right all right i guess if we're gonna do this you have to play if i'm in montana and john mayer's flown me out on the pj and he plays slow dancing in a burning room on acoustic i'm getting rug burn on my knees and i i don't i don't even (laughs) like i don't even like dudes like that you know what I mean? I don't even like fellas like that. Okay. John Mayer on the acoustic guitar one on one is just AKA start sucking. It's a it's a card that he doesn't love pulling out, 
of his sleeve, but you know, when it has to be done, it has to be done. Yeah, well, the Visvim sleeves are are billowing, so it's kind of tough <laughs> for him to find it in there. But like, if he can find it, he's pulling billowing. it out. And th- and that Martin that Martin acoustic is is tuned. He might even have a twelve string if you're really bad. Not the twelve. Not no. Not twelve E, not ASAP twelve E. We're talking about a, a real, a real, a talented musician. It's not about the notes you don't play because on a twelve E you have to play every note unless you have very tiny fingers. It's very, it's a difficult instrument to master. I'm, I'm still working. That one's for my axe slingers out there. We talked about all, to all the musicians today, Jason. Great pod. Yeah. So in addition to our tour dates coming up, you know, make sure that you you cop a ticket. We're going to be talking about all kinds of new things that we're going to be filling in for each date. Obviously. You know, there'll be a can of Gia and a uh, Kale Caesar from Sweet Green under every <laughs> under every person's name on the guest list. That is a given, and that is, you know, obviously that is worth the ticket admission right there, but we'll be doing all kinds of other fun activations and guests and giveaways and freebies and, and cool fun things in addition to a whole, a whole line of merchandise that will be available exclusively only at the show yeah, we're so. fine we we finalized we finalized our selections there's a whole slew i would say it's a collection uh if tj's I to, if tech I pack it. has been approved by upper management upper management is me and um thank you to ben edgar for teaching jason what a tech pack is i learned what a tech pack is it's uh, instead of using a picture of a hoodie, you use a crude outline drawing of a hoodie. And then that's how that's how it gets going. They, every color has a number assigned to it, and you have to let them know what that color is. Mm. See, th- that's not white. That's hashtag FFFFFF. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for listening to How Long Gone. Um, we're kicking off uh, GQ week <laughs> this, this week in a, in a fun booking happy accident. Uh, we're, we're looking at, at two guests that are at the top of the masthead of the Condé Nast behemoth known as uh, Gentleman's Quarterly. Okay. So we're going to be talking, we're going to be talking celebrity profiles. We're going to be talking what's next. We're going to be talking, we're going to get a, we're going to get a New York Fashion Week preview. Mm. It's, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a fun one for us, Jason. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to teach a lot. It's kind of what How Long Gone is all about. Uh, we are, and, and Condé and Ask uh, PR, I'm sorry if you're listening to this, but we are, this is strictly a campaign for us to make a digital cover, even if it's GQ Turkey. Like, we'll take it. I mean, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take it. If, I mean, GQ look, I, Turkey. I, I don't know how well we would do in Singapore. You know what I mean? But look, if it's, if it's an option, like, put me in, coach. We're ready to play. GQ North Korea. We don't need to see G Dragon again. G Dragon can't be on the cover of every epi- every issue. You, know, you have to switch. You have to switch it up at some point. And we are we're available. And we, you know what? We we could cover the costs. You know, if there were some associated costs, we're fine with that. We're we're pretty cash cash rich right now. So you have to pay to play in this industry. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How long gone? Uh, yeah. Get your tickets now. Uh, wherever tickets are sold, they're available all on our website. HowLongGone.com. Uh, we're back with more podcasts uh, next week. And Jason, I want you to uh, enjoy your Sunday. I'm going to ask. Watch it bouncing on the ground. Got my edges sweating now. Turn it up extra loud. Oh, it's a night we're stepping out. Been a minute since I found someone who could hold it down. Oh, what you really talking about? I've been sending dirty pics. Hope they make it to the cloud. Watch it bouncing on the ground, got my edges sweating out, bouncing on the ground, bouncing on the ground.